all-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We are thrilled to sit down with linebacker Patrick Queen, a friend of the lounge. Yes. Multi-time guest. <laughs> and I remember the last time you were on, you were talking about how you wanted all the smoke. You wanted it all from this season. And you got it, and you dished it right back to him, <laughs> Right? And, and now everybody's talking about all oh, the Texans. C.J. Stroud, he's hot, you know. Ooh, people, you know, they haven't seen the Ravens play like a real game since Miami. I think... Baltimore fans are feeling a little nervous right now, right? And they saw the Texans blow out the Browns. I'm assuming it still stands that you want all the smoke <laughs> and you're kind of glad that they're yeah, playing well. Most definitely. Uh, you know, give all those guys credit on their side. You know, they they earned it. They went in there, took care of Cleveland. Um, you know, CJ is looking great right now. And, um, you know, the whole team, they look like they're playing together. Uh, you know, people running out of the stack, helping people up off the ground, you know, all that good teammate stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, you know how we come. We come in ten toes down, um, locked together, arms locked together, uh, all that stuff. Man, we just we we ready, bro. We ready. Uh, everybody's locked in. Everybody asking questions. Everybody's just locked in on the task at hand and just ready to go. Honestly. Yeah. Can you talk about the vibe around this team right now? Like, what's what's the feeling inside the locker room? What's the feeling at practice? Uh, just so much confidence. Uh, I, almost cocky, almost cocky, <laughs> almost cocky, but it's definitely, uh, you know, everybody's humble about it. Everybody know the task at hand and what we can accomplish and the stuff that we can do, but it's also uh, a realization that if we don't take care of business, you know, it'll be, it'll be all for nothing. So um, everybody's locked in. Uh, it's just electric right now, honestly. It seems like all year the defense has really had this aura, swagger, confidence, bravado, whatever word you want to use to describe it. Why is that? Uh, it's just we know how we can play. We know what we're capable of. We know what we can do. Uh, and everybody just want to be great. Everybody want to win. And we all got that common goal. And uh, when you got the group of guys that we got that all care about each other, uh, don't care who make the play as long as we all make the play um, and just want to win. So when you got a team like that, that's what we're doing right now. That's why we look the way we look right now. I know it's always, um, especially in Baltimore, it can be a little blasphemous to compare any defense to the 2000 defense, you know, which is – widely regarded here at least as the uh, best defense of all time but i you know there was the Bol- the the boys of baltimore documentary last year and it kind of focused on not just that team in terms of what they did on the field but the personalities the brashness the trash talk all that stuff and when you step back you know 20 years later and you look at a team you say man we loved all that and i think that 
there I get similarities. The the play is great, but I also think that like the way that you guys as a defense carry yourself is also reminiscent of that group to a certain extent. Do you think it's important to have that type of persona on the field? Yeah, you definitely do. Um, it's, it's one thing, like, it's just it's just how you walk on the field, how you carry yourself. Like, that stuff, all that stuff translates to the game. Like, you just can't be one way off the field and then come on the field and be a whole nother way. Like, that got to be just in you. Like, it has to be portrayed through your everyday life. So, uh, I'm not saying go out and be, you know, a-hole to people and stuff, but <laughs> um, you got to have that in the back of your mind at all times, just um, being able to know how you can flip that switch. And uh, I think that every person on our defense has that, that switch that they could flip and just turn it on and just get after people and, um, you know, not taking anything away from the 2000 defense. The game is a little different now. Like, it's a whole bunch of plays in space. Um, just it's a whole bunch of stuff that we got to deal with, and we can't play how they used to play. Can't hold, can't hit, really. So um, it definitely makes it tougher on us. So I think when you got a bunch of dogs like we got right now uh, with the game, that the way the game is being played now, I think uh, it just gives us even that much more credit to what we're doing. Now, week one against the Texans, obviously, we won that game. How did you come out of that game feeling about C.J. Stroud? Did you say, all right, like I, I see it, like this guy's going to be good, or what did you feel? I always believed in C.J. Uh, ever since, I think, I, me personally, I want him to go number one in the draft, honestly. Mm. I think he was the best quarterback in that draft. Um, so I'm a huge C.J. Stroud fan, but after the game, I definitely – I think I might have said it in an interview, posting an interview or something, that he was going to be great. Like, you could tell, like, he, he's poised. Um, just he can make every single throw on the field, even on the run uh, across his body, um, just flicking his wrist, not even putting that much effort into it. So um, I think when you see a guy like that who don't care about getting hit, still going to put the ball on the money and stuff, and, you know, you, you got to give him credit. And, right. Uh, he's definitely not playing like a rookie right now, so I definitely got a lot of respect for him. So does that – does that get you excited? Like <laughs> me, I'm always like, give me the worst quarterback. <laughs> I, want, I want the best matchup for the Ravens. Give me the trashiest quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. What Som- do you feel? Sometimes we get the worst quarterback, bro. Stuff goes sideways. I don't, know what it is. I don't know what it is about us. When we get the worst quarterback, we don't play good. I don't know what it is. But uh, me personally, I think it, it is exciting because you don't get the best game. And uh, if that's the way you got to go out, then that's, that's the way you got to go out. But I don't think we're going out. I think we're going you know, up, uplift the standard of what we've been doing all season and just get after them. And people are obviously talking about all the strides that C.J. Stroud has made over his rookie season, but this defense has also gotten better. Yeah. In what ways do you see the Ravens' defense better now than it was in week one? Uh, I think when you look at it from the whole season, uh, there's a few games where we just had a few miscommuni- miscommunication errors, and uh, that's what led to, you know, plays being made by the other teams. And I think as you look now, it's – over communicating on everything, everybody's just extremely dialed in right now, um, and you get uh, comfortable with everybody. You know, there's a lot of moving pieces around our defense. Everybody doing different things, so I think over time you get more comfortable with stuff like that, and um, it just allows us to perform. We we are the way we are now. Well, you're a huge part of the reason why this defense has been so good. You're you've had the best season of your career up to this point. How would you describe what the season has been for you, and how well you, you think you've played? It's been exciting. Uh, just, it's a lot of plays that I missed that I, I really want back, uh, stats wise, goals wise, that uh, that I missed. But as far as like just you know, doing everything that I want to do, uh, accolades, uh, be there for my teammates, be a better teammate, be more vocal, be a better leader. Uh, I think I hit all those things. So um, now it's just a point of me just being there for my brothers, doing what I'm supposed to do, being a guy that they could rely on throughout these playoffs. It's interesting. Like a lot of teams in the NFL, I think are. In today's league, and you kind of reference it, 
passing league. Like they're built built from the outside in. Like great corners, great secondary, and linebacker is not really a priority position. I think for a lot of teams. I think it's changing in the past couple of years. It's starting to change, but but maybe you guys but, probably helped. Change well, that's that what I by point. Like I think that I think that like you look at what you guys have been able to do, you and Roquan, and how well that you've played, I do do you feel like that you are changing that perception or narrative that like, no, actually you build from the inside out and if you have two great linebackers, that can make them all the difference in the world for your team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh you could kind of see it in the playoffs with the teams that lost, like people throwing the ball in the middle of the field, they just running it straight at them down their throat. Uh so I think if you ain't got two people who can sit right there and just control both aspects of the game. It's going to be a long night for you. And I think that's one thing that me and Ro uh, kind of stopped offense from doing is be able to run up the middle and then throw the ball in the middle of the field. So, um, you know, it's still being throws here and there where it'll slip and then you'll see, like, we'll come back and make the play later. So it's all about a learning process, a learning aspect to the game and stuff and not letting somebody get you twice. Like, no guy get paid on the other side of the ball as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's honestly, honestly tough in today's game uh, with all the stuff that's going on on the offensive side of the ball to do what we do. But definitely think nowadays you've got to have two good inside linebackers that could control both aspects. Personally for you, what kind of, I don't know if it's a weight off your shoulders or what was the emotional feeling of being a pro bowl or being an all pro, something that you've, I know, been striving for? Yeah, uh, first two days, I ain't gonna lie, it was just like mind-blowing, honestly. Because uh, it's not as much as like, yes, I got this accolade, like like a trophy or something. It's more of like people around me notice, like people uh, from other teams, coaches from other teams, fans notice what I'm doing. So uh, that's the biggest part of it but after after those two days I was just like okay whatever like let's go win something <laughs> so um you know it's definitely it's, it's enjoyable but at the same time it's, uh, it's just another thing I, I first of all let me put it on the record I hope that you are here in Baltimore for a very long time okay yes. long time all right not going anywhere but as, as you know as well as anybody that, that this is the last year of your contract how do you look at this playoff run, do you view it as like, hey, this could be it? I, we need to go win this thing because it could be it. Like, how how are you mentally approaching it? Uh, everybody knows how this team is and uh, the people that we got and the people that might be gone and stuff. Uh, so we definitely look at it like it's a one shot thing. But at the same time, it's just like this has been a process for me being here for four years, like just building up, building up, building up to get to this point uh, to be able to go and win it all. So I think when you sit back and look at it, it's just like. We got this opportunity that we haven't had since I've been here. Why not just take full advantage? Why not just go all in? Like the contract and stuff, all that stuff will sort itself out. Just be focused on the task at hand. Um, try to go out there and win because if we win, we all win, you know. So um, that's that's the main goal is winning the Super Bowl. And all the contract stuff can come after the season. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us, PQ. Best of luck, man. Now Appreciate you're going to tear it. it up. Yep. Thank it's you. Keep it up, man. Appreciate it. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. 
He scored. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Really enjoy the conversation with Patrick Queen. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a limited-time offer running that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK only at DraftKings Sportsbook. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You need to be at least 21 or older to play and physically present in Maryland. Thank you, Garrett. I want to remind you that BGE is all about small businesses being the backbone of Maryland's economy. In partnership with the Baltimore Ravens, BGE is investing in communities across central Maryland, helping small businesses continue to thrive. Be sure to visit www.bgenow.com to learn more. This week's business is Butterbee Farm, which works to make sure that florists get higher quality, longer lasting flowers that can lower their carbon footprint. Butterbee Farm is reaching full flower as they now have their own land in Harford County to continue to successfully help florists across the community. Big things popping in Harford County. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> so really fun to talk to Patrick Queen. And I mean, just a great guy who's had a great season. Uh, I think he's somebody that's been easy to root for during mm-hmm. his whole career because he had kind of some early, you know, he got thrown into the fire and he was a young player with not a whole lot of starting football experience kind of a late bloomer at LSU and then he gets first round pick hey you're the guy right he was and a late bloomer but he was also incredibly young I think he was drafted he was exactly. 21 20 years old exactly and uh and was one of if not the youngest player in the NFL's rookie season I couldn't even have a beer to celebrate being drafted <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> um, so yeah and, and just to see his maturation you know as a player as a as a guy all that stuff to where he is now it's just one of the feel-good stories of the year and it's one that we hope Continues. Yeah, uh, that that will be the big question. Uh, ready to hit unrestricted free agency this offseason. What's your gut telling you on the chances of PQ returning and how that process might work out? Well, I'll go back to the draft. And when the Ravens drafted Trent Simpson, I think a lot of people felt like, OK, this is signaling the end of Patrick Queen's time in Baltimore and all that stuff. And then Eric DaCosta came on this very podcast mm-hmm. and he yes. made it clear he said that the Ravens would like to extend Patrick Queen and work out a long-term deal mm-hmm. with him. Obviously, that hasn't happened up to this point, but I'm not ruling that out. I know that it's unconventional in a lot of ways to pay two inside linebackers. That's mm-hmm. not how it generally works to, to the 
point of the question that I asked Patrick. But the Ravens defense has been so good and he has been such a vital piece of it that I'm not just dismissing that and saying, well, you don't pay two inside linebackers. And I don't think the Ravens will dismiss it either. I think that if they're able to get a deal done, they will try to do that. I don't think it's going to come cheap. I think that he's going to get a deal in the neighborhood of what Roquan Smith got. And that's that's going to be the going rate for a player who's a now a Pro Bowl level linebacker. Mm-hmm. So Not Pro Bowl level, a Pro Bowler. Yes. And all pro. He is. So it's, it's not going to be cheap. It's going to be difficult to get a deal done. I don't know if it, if the dollars and cents will work out, mm-hmm. but I certainly hope they do. Well, obviously, I think Justin Matabike plays into all of this as well as the Ravens' other kind of... He's going to command the biggest price tag of the other free agents. And I wonder, do the Ravens enter negotiations with both of these guys and you see which one happens, right? You, I would think the Ravens would want to bring back... They want to bring back both of them. That is probably an unlikely scenario, given that Lamar Jackson's cap number is going to continue to rise and whatnot. That would seem unlikely to me. Hey, Nick Matteo, Eric Costa, (laughs) maybe they can work some magic. I would love that. But you don't want to also lose both of them, right? And then have, oh, okay, now we're going out and getting somebody else's free agent, right? So I don't know which way the Ravens would lead in either or situation. If they had to pick one, if they, you know, does one take priority over the other? I don't know. What I can say about Patrick Queen is I think he's a force multiplier. I think that his energy that he plays with on the field, beyond just how good he is as a blitzer and and, and tackler and, and in coverage and all the things that he does from X's and O's standpoint, he's also a force multiplier. So is Roquan Smith, right? And so you already kind of paid one guy top dollar to be that kind of player in the middle of your defense. Now you multiply it times two when you add Patrick Queen on that. So I would love that. It kind of comes down to, all right, on the defensive line, if you were to lose Justin Matabike, does he offer something that's a little bit more unique than what Patrick Queen does as a pass rushing, led all defensive linemen in sacks this year? Mm -hmm. Is that a little bit more something that, something more unique that that kind of player only comes around once in a while, right? Um, That's going to be the calculation and the questions that I think the Ravens are asking themselves this offseason. I like both guys. Justin Matabike is a force multiplier. He's a really hard worker, just like PQ. And so it's a a tough, tough choice that the Ravens are going to have on their hands. If they get a deal done with one, that leaves a franchise tag open for the other, potentially. But franchise tag comes at a heavy price tag right. and, now, gen- mm-hmm. and, and generally your first year first year two uh you can kind of kick the can a little bit because you get a deal if you long-term, do a long-term deal a long-term deal with one of them usually your year one cap hit is small enough where you can absorb possibly possibly absorb we don't know all the cap numbers yeah. got to get brian mcfarland on here yeah uh you can absorb that franchise tag so that would be the best case scenario you keep both of them somehow and kind of kick that decision down the road a little bit yeah well the one thing that we know for sure and this has been a a trend of what i've heard from players for the past month or so is we know a that he's going to be on the field on saturday so that's good okay before we start looking ahead to next year we know he's going to be on the field on saturday when the ravens face the texans and i do really believe as he spoke to this that the ravens believe the time is now that this is an opportunity with the players who are going to set to hit free agency, a bunch of coaches potentially interviewing. No one knows how any of those things play out. But what you do know is that this group is together right now and mm-hmm. that the Ravens have the pieces in place to go win it all. And they feel like this is their window and they've got to go take care of business. Yep. And not to say that the window slams shut after this year. I don't think that's the case. But for this group and for players who could end up leaving, they feel like, no, this is it. Michael Pierce said the same thing to us last week. Mm-hmm. 
Patrick Queen said the same thing to us today. Like this team feels like their window of opportunity is now, and they are focused on getting it done. Look, you the Ravens have hit on a bunch of guys on one-year deals also on top of this. Exactly. Jadavion Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar, right? Like now maybe Eric DaCosta can bat a thousand again next <laughs> off season. And you, you either bring those guys back and, and they continue to flourish or you bring in new guys on one year deals. Arthur Mollett, add him in there too. Um, and I'm sure I'm probably even missing guys. Yeah. You yeah. have guys like Ronald Darby who, Ronald who Darby, gets, gets right. signed and could end up, you know, starting playoff games. Totally. Totally. So, uh, you know, maybe Eric DaCosta can do that again, but that's tough. That's a high bar. And so I think that there definitely is, I think you can safely say, you know what, next year, I don't know that it's going to be this special. I think the Ravens are going to be good, but are they going to be this good with all these coaches? That's tough to say. That's, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, and like, again, I don't think their window slams shut, but I think that the opportunity is really unique with this group. And I, I feel like that's kind of, from in my mind, really crystallized over the course of the back half of the season when you look at just the career years that a Van Noy and Clowney are having mm-hmm. and the, the buy-in from this team, the coaching staff, which is excellent. Of course, it's getting all this attention around the NFL. It, this is a special group. And yep. the Ravens, you know, they feel like they, they need to go and handle their business. And if I, I think that if the Ravens play to the level that they're capable of, they won't lose again. I agree. Now, are they going to do that? That's that's the question. The big question, obviously, is rust right now. You know, you have a team coming off a bye the week before they played the Steelers, and uh, seven starters set out that game, didn't play in that game. So that's the big question. I really don't I, – I don't feel it from this team. I, I really sense that they are locked in and, and very focused. I, I don't expect rust. Yeah. I just don't. I think that it's a different feeling than in 2019 when it was just like, it really felt like the Ravens were more on cruise control that year. They didn't face the level of competition that the Ravens faced down the stretch this season that really hardened this team. John Harbaugh has talked about those games against the Jags, 49ers, Dolphins, that really sharpened this team. And now I know the Steelers, you know, again, starters rested. It's been a while since we've seen the full assortment of weapons put on the field together. Um, But I I just get the sense that this team is really locked in, really dialed in. And I do like the week of preparation that the the Ravens had and the week of practice going down to the stadium and simulating what it's like to be in that game day mindset. I like how they approach the bye week. So I honestly think I get more the sense that they're just going to explode mm-hmm. coming out of this game than I'm fearful of rust. Yeah, I think um, one thing that would be really nice, and I'm not saying it. this is the end-all, be-all, but it would be really nice, really nice to just start the game hot. Oh, like, yeah. Like, and you could say that every single game, that's probably the case, but like, it, if you come out there and you jump out to an early lead – get points on your first drive just, like all that stuff is all that like nervousness away. of rust and 19 and all that stuff it's like right. okay collective exhale now you can just go play the rest of the game and then it's just like all right the texans you know the texans are on a roll right now the ravens go down the field and score on their opening drive whatever get a three and out on defense like okay now the ravens are the team on the roll yeah you know it, it can flip that fast in a game yeah and i think that todd munkin's gonna have it dialed up early in this game. I think he's probably thinking the same way that starting fast and making sure that we put that 2019 and slow starts and rust out of the Ravens mind early in this game is going to be paramount. Yeah. And, and I also will say 
in the event that the team doesn't start fast, I still like this team's ability, and I think this is one of the main things that's different about this team is that compared to 19 is that this team has so many different avenues to victory. Mm -hmm. And if they do fall behind early, they have the weapons on the outside, they have the passing game to They're climb out of the hole. Definitely better equipped for a comeback. Now, they I have prefer not, not been, to. They have not been behind much this season. No. Really, the, the game was against the Rams. Mm -hmm. Fourth quarter, about five minutes left to go. You're down five points, and or four minutes left to go. So they've done it. The ensuing drive, Lamar Jackson went down the field, scored a touchdown, winning overtime. But they haven't been in that position a lot. I do think that they're just a more mature team than they were then. It, you know, Lamar Jackson's a more mature player. They're just more veteran. I mean, you think back to how young a lot of the key players yeah. were that year, especially on offense. Mark Andrews was also in his second year. You know, Gus Edwards second year mm -hmm. and so you had hollywood a, brown was hollywood brown was his a rookie, rookie season he was a rookie exactly you had a lot of really key young players on that team that i think against the titans when the titans jumped out it was kind of like what the heck mm -hmm. we have not felt this because the ravens just kept jumping out to these huge leads which is another difference between this team in 2019 right the 49ers and dolphins games both got out of hand but they were pretty close for at Really, the first half of the 49ers game, and then the Ravens had this yeah. incredible third quarter. That was a close game at halftime. Yeah, yeah, it was. The Dolphins game, it was midway through the second quarter when the Ravens <laughs> stomped on them. But it wasn't it was, like... They, it it was a really like close quarter. It was, <laughs> 2019, they were just getting up 14, 21, nothing on teams yeah. at first. You it know, was I, boat racing teams. I, 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 look, I think there's a... I agree with all the differences that you mentioned. And, and like, I'm not going to hold it against... And I know you're not saying this, like... The fact that the Ravens haven't had to come from behind very often this year, like that's not a negative. That's a positive. But I think that they're better team. equipped if they need to do that. They totally. have a more complete passing game. Totally. They have better weapons, and they have more avenues to win. And yep. uh, and this defense is much better. Yep. And Patrick Queen is going to be a huge piece of that. The other thing, too, that I think is worth mentioning is just some injury updates. So we yep. have some clarity on the injury front. It's never crystal clear, you know, going into a playoff game, but we have a little bit more clarity based on the team's practice on Tuesday. Zay Flowers was back at practice, which I thought a was deal. a great sign. He was a limited participant, but he was on the field. Yep. And so he did not practice at all last week, did not play in the season finale against the Steelers. Zay Flowers had a huge game in week one against the Texans. Nine so he catches, is, he's back yards. on the field, which I think is a really good sign. Adafi Owe also back on the field, and uh, he said that he's playing. He told reporters that there's no way he's going to miss miss the playoffs. So, so I like that. News. Yep. Uh, who else do we got? Marlon Humphrey was not on the field on Tuesday. We'll see how the rest of the week yep. progresses for him. Well, Malik Harrison mm -hmm. also returned to action. So Marlon Humphrey, Delshawn Phillips were still out, and Tylen Wallace. Yep. Those were the three Ravens that were not practicing on Tuesday. Marlon Humphrey, obviously, that's a big deal. We'll see. Uh, it, as of taping this, we're taping this before Wednesday's practice. If we see him out there on Wednesday, that would be a big deal. And then the other guy is Mark Andrews. The big and dog. The big dog. <laughs> and so Mark returned to practice for the first time on Friday, was again out there on Tuesday, and John Harbaugh said he took a big step forward in Tuesday's practice. Again, a limited participant, but you see him moving around during the portion <laughs> of practice open to reporters and it looks like the same old Mark Andrews. <laughs> it seriously I mean, does. He made, he made a leaping catch in front of reporters, and you're like, okay, like this guy doesn't look limited at all. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sitting there with with Cliff Don. Uh, Cliff Don. Yeah, there you go. I was sitting there watching <laughs> practice with Cliff, and I said, you know, if if you didn't know, and I said, which guy is coming off ankle surgery? 
You who would you no guess? Clue. I don't think Mark would be high in that list. No. Like you wouldn't say, oh, clearly he's walking with a limp and like <laughs> he, d- he looks be, the same. Mark be, may be better physically than some of the guys that have been playing the whole time that have just gotten banged up. Like yeah, I, he might be a little fresher than those guys. It, like he looks, he looks good. Now, what we don't know is how it feels after practice. And yeah. we don't, we have no idea how much pain Mark is in at practice. He would never admit to it. You know, yeah. even I think if he was in pain, but so we don't know that. Like, we, we, there's questions, of course, that are that are up in the air. And at this point, the Ravens, John Harbaugh, Mark Andrews, have not said whether he's going to play on Saturday. We're guessing. We don't know at this point. He looks good. Well, he has not yet been moved to the 53-man roster. They have cleared spaces. They cleared two spots on the 53-man roster. So yeah. take yeah. that for what it mean, what, it, what you think it might mean. The, the other thing I do think is worth mentioning on the two spots that are now open on the 53-man roster, the other one who is back at practice who's really kind of flown under the radar is Devin Duvernay. Mm-hmm. He went down with a back injury during yeah. the season in the game that Tyler Wallace against the Rams ended up returning that punt. He went on IR. He has returned to practice, and they do have two spots. Tylen Wallace didn't practice. Exactly. So they might just be in a situation if Tylen is, is hurt and not able to go, they could just do the flip back exactly. and then move Tylen to IR and activate Devin Duvernay. Or or Tylen just doesn't play in the or game. Or he just scratches that game. You don't have game. to put Tylen on IR. You yeah, know, you, you, you don't need that spots. roster spot right now. And then Dalvin Cook is on the practice squad with three elevations that you can use. He yeah. could remain on the practice squad for the remainder of the season. You only yeah. need three. Yeah. And so he could be elevated that way for game day. He looks good too. So, yeah. so we'll see. But Mark Andrews, that news is huge for the Ravens. And in the in the spirit of Mark Andrews, okay. Like <laughs> is this a bonus? This is a well. This is the bye week, right? So you still got to give the bye week dog of the week, <laughs> and this is the comeback dog <laughs> of the year. Mark Andrews, he, yeah. honorary. You see, also notice I left enough space for three more. Dogs. Yes, I, I, I notice. I notice exactly. that, that puzzle is not complete. Exactly. I noticed so, that. Uh, congrats to Mark on the comeback. We haven't heard from him, but it'll be really cool to hear from him this week, hopefully, uh, if he speaks to reporters about just what it took to come back. Yeah. And, and I obviously hope he, comments on um, being the comeback dog of the year. I hope that, I mean, no, this is obvious, but really hope that he's able to play. Yeah. Um, he his recovery getting back to this point i think says a lot about who he is and that's why he's the comeback dog but i hope he's able to play the this team these games mean so much to him oh, so yeah. if there's any way that he can play he is not missing playoff games if he's yep. able to get out there so let's remind listeners that we have a live lounge episode coming up next from high tops grill yeah this is gonna be thursday night thursday night 7 p.m we're going live yes uh so that's gonna be really exciting and make sure you tune in for that or come on out to high tops yes better yet yes we need we need that place packed so uh thrilled to be doing that thanks for listening as always you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net and we'll see you thursday night you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. 
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.